I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Attainable Podcast. I'm so, so excited for this episode. This is right up my alley, and you guys freaking love when we talk about travel. So we're going to be talking about a very, very interesting, I guess you could say, like, method of travel. I'm very excited to have our guest on. Welcome, Bridget Scotty. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, so we're going to jump right in um, because I will babble and they know that. So they're (laughs) probably like, okay, we could just move on. Um, So can you give a little overview of who you are and what you do? Yeah, so like you said, my name is Bridget. I own a company called WIM. And what we do is we do surprise destination vacations. So our whole spiel is kind of the idea of like, that bucket list item where you show up at an airport and you pick a name off a board and you get on a plane and you just go, but you have a, like a four-star hotel when you land. It's kind of, we, we want all the excitement without the actual, like, now where do I sleep terror that goes along with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I love that. I was, I was reading it. I was, I mean, we're going to go into how this works because I'm so, so intrigued, but can you, yeah, actually let's go ahead and dive into that. Can you explain like how, how does it work? Like, how do you book, especially for those people? Cause so I'm an Enneagram seven. So this is like right up my alley. I'm totally cool with getting on a plane and not knowing where I'm sleeping when I land, like great. But more people like when well, my fiance and many out there are like, uh, if I don't have a plan, I will actually pass out and die. I'll just crumble into a million pieces. <laughs> so how does this work? Yeah. So, so I'm a planner by nature. It's who I am. I've always been. I literally have a master's in risk management. Like I am a list person, a numbers person, whatever. But I grew up with a dad who, for lack of a better term, is a traveling salesman. So he would travel 250 days out of the year and we would go along with him a lot of the time or meet him along the way. And that resulted in me having what he lovingly calls like itchy feet. Like I don't do well in one place for too long. So despite that like super logical brain, I hit like three, four weeks and I'm like, I've seen these walls too much. There's got to be something to see. So the only place that I really do have like, let's just go is that sense of let's just go travel somewhere, whether it's a a surprise or it's a last minute or it's a whatever, it's a Tuesday kind of vibe. I'm usually pretty down. Um, So because I grew up traveling so much with him domestically largely, but as I got older, very internationally on my own, um, I became that friend who was always like, oh, I'm going here. And I'd be like, oh, you have to go to this place for these Bloody Marys, this like back street in Milwaukee or whatever it is. Um, And so one of my best friends, he was turning 25 and he had never traveled. He didn't kind of come from a family who was big travelers. And he just knew like, I'm 25. I want to go take myself on a trip to celebrate. Didn't want to go with anyone. He just wanted to go. And I spent weeks, <laughs> like, I don't know if you have that friend, but like weeks with him just randomly texting me like, oh, what about this? And I'd be like, Kevin, you gotta, like, let's pick a place. We're just, yeah. It, yeah. there's no bad choice, right? I'm a big believer and there's something to see almost anywhere (laughs) almost anywhere almost anywhere Uh, almost anywhere is fun for three days like let's go um so we kept going back and forth and I got to the point where I was like you know what happy birthday I'm planning your trip 
Like that's, I've decided I'm just going to plan you a trip. That's, that's my present to you. And he was asking a lot of questions and trying to get feedback. And I was like, no, you don't even get to know where you're going. I'm taking over. I've got you covered. By the time he landed back in New York, where we live uh, from his trip, I had started the process and filing an LLC. Like I was like, this is, oh my thing. God. this is, this is what it is. Like, I, I know it. I love it. Um, and bluntly, a lot of it is I'm fortunate enough to have traveled. So a lot of that helps with choosing the destinations. Um, but I'm a researcher. I'm a reader. I'm a consummate consumer. Like I live and die off of lists and travel and leisure and books and articles. And I'm just kind of always consuming that. And I'm lucky to have kind of built a team of people who are like geeks about what's happening in, in the U S and in the world and whatever that is. So I know it's a little backstory, but like, I love that. Thank you. So for me, like you get, it kind of comes from the sense of, I am a big believer that like, you're a better human and a more well-rounded person and like just a fulfilled and a different, broader sense of who you can be once you've seen more. Oh, Um, 100%. I like, I mean, it's a hot take and I don't even think it's necessarily like all the way true, but I've definitely been like, mm, solid, like, like travel sesh, like take a while to see the world, probably more valuable than a college degree. Now, <laughs> no, practically, <laughs> like I very much see the flaws in that, but I growth wise, mm-hmm. I have grown more on seven day stints in a different country than I did over four years. Um, Not to say that I didn't have a great college experience. I absolutely loved my college experience, but it's just like trying to explain the difference, especially if somebody has not left the country. You come, I remember the first time I did, it was right after high school. I went on, um, oh, they're huge. EF tours. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Went on an EF tour, um, which they were great. And I came back and my parents were like, I don't know what happened, but you're different. And I was like, I'm a new woman at 18 <laughs> years old. I have, I've explored the earth. I know approximately everything. And I'm so wise. You wouldn't believe um, <laughs> that got knocked down real quick, but no, I totally agree. The growth that you get from travel is unmatched. Yeah. And I, I genuinely think like we're products of our environment, right? Like I live in New York city. I'm a Manhattanite and I have the the positives and negatives that go along with that. And I live in a world that's very diverse by its very nature of like just the sheer volume of humans on one Island. Like you plug a few million people into one space and it ha- it's what happens. Um, but I moved here. I'm from Pittsburgh originally, which is a city, but it's not a New York. Um, and I have friends who uh, are born and bred New Yorkers who never went away to college, who aren't big travelers. And they're like, why would I go? Everything's here. And I was like, because you don't know that you haven't tested that theory. And yes, I'm, I'm a New Yorker by heart. I will never leave. Like I want to be able, I, I have to know I can leave, but I have to be able to come back. Um, like a home base. I've always liked that idea of a home base. Yeah. And, and for me, at least like until you've gone and seen some stuff, like and it doesn't have to be abroad. Like I know, I know abroad is, uh, it changes you in a different way, but yes. even, even domestically, right? Oh, yeah. Like, like there is a cultural shifts city by city, state by state, coast by coast. I went to Texas for the first time in October and I went again, uh, last month. Oh, very different. Very, very different spot. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and even within Texas, right? You hang out in Austin. That's a very different oh, vibe yes. than Fort Worth, which mm-hmm. is a very different hang than like a Galveston or a Corpus Christi. And I kind of love that. I love that especially as like millennials and Gen Z, the numbers say that we're more likely to leave America than vacation within the U.S., um, especially if you live on the coast because it's, you know, yeah, ocean, you it's not that out. far. Yeah, it's just like right there. Um, and I think we should see internationally and understand the bigger world. But I also think there's a lot here to see, to understand our own backyard in a way that often gets overlooked. And uh, at WIM, we, we do surprise travel within the U.S. and territories. And... People are always like, but like, I want to go to London. I'm like, you should definitely go to London. It's fabulous. I can't recommend it enough. Let me, I'll give you some suggestions. But also like, don't discount a a weird weekend in Minneapolis or like uh, some time on the San Juan Islands in in Washington or like you said, like a cool hanging in Texas sometimes and whatever the case may be. Like there's a lot to discover everywhere. And I love that it's like, you're saying like a weekend thing. And I think that's becoming more popular, like taking these weekend trips, especially, I think this is definitely more of a millennial thing. Gen Z is a little bit younger. And I like, I'm like right on that cusp of like Gen Z and millennial, definitely like in personality. I've learned very quickly. (laughs) I lean much towards Gen Z, but, um, kind of have the age of millennial where we, you know, are, are getting like, we're starting to move into ourselves, move into our homes. And we have like the financial abilities, um, you know, as you grow up more than we did, you know, we we're teenagers. And yeah, I see these friends who were like, oh, I'm going to go to Chicago this weekend. Check it out. And I'm like, that's just so neat. It's such yeah. a cool, like concept to just, it, you know, it doesn't have to be some like week long vacation or some large thing. Like you can literally just say, Hey, you know, Friday off work, have a plane, come back Sunday. And Absolutely. yeah. Well, and especially like, you know, as millennials move into their thirties and parenthood and adulthood and whatever, you know, the, 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 whatever the data shows that millennials are a generation that spends money on experiences over things because we're a generation saddled with debt and terror and Gen Z, (laughs) it is. And then Gen Z, you have this kind of younger uh, generation who kind of showed up when things were kind of already on fire and they're a little bit more like built in brimstone Mm -hmm. that makes sense like they're a little more forged in the fire because the fire was raging when they showed up whereas millennials kind of came of age in the fire and so it's kind of a different approach and this concept of gen z isn't necessarily looking to like long-term commit to a thing and and they want to kind of just let's see let's go and you know i can't i I can't speak highly enough of like, it'll always be there. Like, just yeah. you know, or like your home will always be there. Or if, you know, if we're very lucky to have that space or that place to do that, but like, why not go see Venice before it sinks? Or like you, your favorite comedian is in Chicago next week and the tickets are like 150 bucks. Like that's like one really good Saturday night at a bar, like hit it up and go. There's, you know, you're going to remember that way more than (laughs) those extra rounds you ordered. Yeah. Oh, had you ever planned things for solo travelers? I went on a solo trip to Costa Rica last year. And then ever since I was like, oh my God, solo travel is it's, it's so fun. I've had so many friends like come to me and ask me, I feel like once you have somebody like near you do it, it's almost like, like this unknown world, like, oh my, like, what is it actually like? And um, so do you have solo travelers that you guys plan for? All the time. Yeah. So, so WIM does a bunch of versions. We do road trips and then we also do like air travel. Um, 
I am naturally not a road trip person. I grew Love up in that. Pit. I'm a plane girly. A plane. Get me get me going. I want an airport. I want a $19 bottle of water. I want, you know, all day, every day. Yeah. But there are people uh, in, on my team, especially who grew up road tripping. Like I have friend, I have one of my, um, like one of the lead people at the team, she's from Connecticut. And just kind of the vibe that she grew up with was like, well, you know, Cape Cod is right there and Vermont's right there. And like, she just kind of, the road trip was the vibe that they all grew up in. And my family was like, but you could fly. Like, <laughs> so we do road trips, we do air travel um, and we do, you know, couples trips, family trips. We do, I do a lot of like bachelor, bachelorette parties. We do, we've planned elopements for people who are like, I hate this planning experience. Me and my partner are getting on a plane and you can plan the wedding. Just tell me what, what airports show up at. And, and we do a lot of solo travel and it's really, really interesting to me because I'm like you, I've traveled alone. I, I love, I like my own company. I'm all, <laughs> I, I often find myself my favorite person in the room. Oh, I mean, <laughs> go for it. Go off for sure. Um, are you an I, introvert or an extrovert? I would say I'm a blend. I, okay. I tend to, I'm a, I'm an extrovert for a while. And then I'm like, okay, now it's time for headphones and to walk the streets yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. I, the only, I, I guess I was worried about solo travel. Cause when I was, um, researching it, a lot of the stuff was about introverts. Cause I think the introverts were the ones that were scared, but the introverts were the ones that thrive because they mm-hmm. really, it's just like your own company. And so I was like, no, no, no. What about the loud mouths? What about the ones, but but it worked out because here's the thing. I will find a friend with a wall. Like if you need, I am that annoying person next to you on the plane that will want to talk. I have left a plane knowing life stories and like crying with people. Like I, I, that I'm so extrovert. It's not even funny. I always tell people there, I'm like the place that I feel most myself and with most energy is a room full of strangers. You give me a solid, uh, like networking event. And I'm so there. And everybody's like, that's my nightmare. And I'm like, that is where I find my glory. In yeah. fact, <laughs> one of my best friends, uh, I tease her that she's never met a stranger. I swear she's brilliant and she's bright and she's effervescent. Um, uh, and she like wants to save the world and, uh, God love her. I've literally met her getting off a bus. Like I, I went to meet her like uptown and she was getting off a bus and she like hugged this little old lady. And I was like, who's that? And she goes, Oh, I just met her on this bus ride, but I found all this stuff out and she's going to come volunteer where I work and all this stuff. And I was like, you were on that bus for 40 blocks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't order dinner in 40 blocks. I do not know how you do that. Um, yeah. So I'm not quite that level, but I agree with you. Right. Like uh, I also think as women, Solo yeah. travel is a really daunting experience. Um, Pre-COVID, we lo- we did largely male solo trips. Like men are have have an ability to walk through the world with a little bit of larger sense of comfort because they don't yes. have that same kind of onus and awareness around them. Good, bad, or indifferent, it just is what it is. And so we do a lot of men who are down to travel. Like we had somebody last week who he sold his business and to reward himself, he bought a trip. He's like, here's <laughs> like just here's thousands of dollars. Uh, like I'm going to go off. Like you do it. I just sold my company. I'm not, I'm out. And he's like 31 and he just wanted to go and do this on his own. And that's great. Let's go. But in a post COVID world, we've actually seen a huge uptick in not post COVID in a whatever we're in world. Yeah. We, we've seen a huge uptick in female travelers. And I think that's because after a few years of living 
in whatever the space is and kind of being alone, a lot of women have felt like a lot more connected with that self or they felt a lot more external pressure and they want to kind of reward themselves with a getaway on their own. And what we provide what working with somebody like you worked with the EF to, to travel in a comfortable way, like whim is your personal concierge. Like, so when you book a solo travel, sure, you do not know where you're going, but you also know, like you've got somebody on a text chain with you all through your whole trip. So like we text you ideas and surprises and we answer your responses and like you send us a picture and we're like, yes, you go, you do that thing or whatever. And so it's solo travel, but it's solo travel with this kind of like cheerleader in your back pocket to be like, you're safe. We got you. Nothing's going to happen. Oh, wow. How, okay. So let me, so when somebody is like, okay, I want, I want a trip. Like I want to yep. do this. Mm-hmm. What are the steps to yeah. get to the point and the, for a surprise. This is so fun. Okay, yeah, what do you do? So we only ever have two reactions. Like genuinely, I've never seen anyone fall out of these two boxes. One is like, I'm so down, where do I book? And the other one's like, this is a human nightmare that I would <laughs> never wake up from. Um, and I think it's hysterical. It's one of two. And like, no pressure. If that's not your jam, that's not your jam. But um, well, it's, it's pretty simple, right? You go on our website. We are at onawim.com. And uh, you, you pick your dates and your budget. Like, do you want solo travel? Do you want road trip? Do you want whatever? Pick your trip type. You put in the days. If it's, we do anything from two nights to two weeks. We have people down for kind of whatever. And then you tell me how much money you're willing to spend for your budget on flight hotels and surprises. And that is it. And then when you click add to cart, it takes you to this survey and girl, this survey is long. Like (laughs) what started with like 15 questions has turned into like a five page survey, but we even joke on our FAQs, like open up a glass, like open up a bottle of wine, pour yourself a glass and settle in to answer some questions. Cause we want to make sure we know you. We want to understand, like we ask how long does it take you to get ready? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I think it gives you a sense of comfort. Like if you, if I was like, you can do a surprise destination and you ask me nothing. I'm like, where what yeah. Like you don't even know me. I'm a stranger to you. Like <laughs> yeah. I need to tell you my whole childhood before you can really understand where I should be. Oh, the amount of information we get. It's hysterical. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we, we ask a lot of questions. We ask everything from like, what's your background? What's your favorite trip you've ever been on? What, what, what do you want your whim to feel like? Do you like to take breaks? How long does it take you to get ready? How many meals do you eat? What's your favorite kind of music? Like the whole thing. Oh, that's so smart. And, uh, and we even have this section that's my personal favorite, which is like, you click off everything that interests you, like your list of hobbies and interests. And then we have like, what did we miss? Like, do you have any other weird interests and hobbies that we don't know about? And a good example is somebody was like, they, they follow the Grateful Dead around, or they were big deadheads or whatever. And we were sending them to Oregon. They said their two big interests are coffee and the Grateful Dead. And so we sent them to Oregon and we set them up with this like local guy we know who does coffee roasting tours through these tiny coffee shops out in Portland. And then for lunch, we found there's this place in Portland called Fire on the Mountain, which is a Grateful Dead inspired hot wing place. And so like he shows up and he's got, he's wearing his Grateful Dead t-shirt as he walks into a Deadhead inspired hot wing joint. Um, And so like that information matters to us because we really listen and we really take it in and, and, you know, not everybody's great at giving up the control. Some people really struggle with it. Um, but if you can kind of just let go and buy in, 
you know, like I said, I do believe that there's like three days of fun kind of anywhere. <laughs> like we can yeah. find you something great. Oh my God. I, oh, I love that. You're like, absolutely. I mean, you're selling me probably people. I hope <laughs> that people are listening and they're like, let's go. Like, let's I'm go. Oh, <laughs> it would be so fun to do this with some girlfriends. I'm already like thinking, okay, but before, let me not, not go there. <laughs> Cause I will just run. Um, what are some tips? So if people are, um, you know, they're thinking of going on a trip or, you know, they're nervous about traveling or anything like that. Do you have like some top tips for traveling, planning trips, those kind of things? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, besides the top trip of whim, my, yes. my other trips, my other tips are like, figure out why you want to travel. Are you somebody who's like, I'm goal oriented and I'm going and I want to see everything. Like, and if you want to be that person, God bless, let's do it. And I say, take the time to plan, take the time to look, take the time to like, whatever it is. I, I or hire somebody to do that for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big believer in outsourcing everything I ha- yeah. I can possibly outsource. I, I live in, you know, Manhattan, the land of the app. Like if I could tap a button and have people do everything for me, I try. Um, but if you do, if you, if you are down to outsource and kind of have that faith in people, that's absolutely great. If you kind of love that part for yourself, that's okay too. Um, Know that it takes time. Know that in a world affected by COVID, what the internet says is open and what's actually open are not the same. <laughs> so just because the internet's like, this is a great place, do not trust that list from 2019 that you found on Thrillist or Eater. Uh-huh. That means nothing. Like <laughs> those don't exist. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you are somebody who's super into, I want to see and do everything, that's great. Make a plan. If you're somebody who's like, I want to start here and I want to end here and I don't care what happens in between. That's also really awesome. There's lots of, like, I love to buy a start ticket and an end ticket and be like somewhere between those two places, I'll figure it out. Like this summer, I have like a week, I bought a ticket flying into LA and out of San Francisco and I'm going to spend a week on the coast. I don't have hotels. I don't know what, um, you know, I, I have some general ideas. Like, a, you know, we send a lot of people to Paso Robles and we do a lot of big Sur stuff, but I just kind of want to hop. And as I go, I'll pick hotels and I'll figure it out. Um, but that works for me. But other people that would be like, I can't do that. I have to pre-book and that's okay too. Yeah. Um, other tips, don't believe the hype on airlines. Um, I genuine, like, so if the number, so JetBlue is like an airline people love. JetBlue has the worst arrival time, the worst the highest people love JetBlue. Girl, I was people, like, I'm not in that population. <laughs> me either at all. I'm Delta or bust, but, uh, Oh, but, see, all right, I'm, I'm American <laughs> just cause I'm like, Delta, yes. you think you're so cool. You're not that so cool. cool. Oh, absolutely. Everyone has allegiances. It's hysterical. Yes. Um, but I, I think, you know, I'm also, for me, it's about the getting there. I, you know, you want to strap me to the wing of a plane. I'm kind of down. I don't really care. Um, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like that airline. It has a bad reputation or whatever. And like spirit flown spirit. So I think that that's down the toilet. I mean, yeah. Like spirit, um, allegiant frontier kind of all of those sun country. Oh yeah. Whatever. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't like those. I don't trust them. And I would say, you know, that there's not really a huge reason for it. Um, we, the largest exodus during COVID for uh, jobs was the travel industry, the specifically airlines. 
So they lack pilots and, and flight attendants and all of these things. So everything travels with delays and cancellations now. So plan accordingly, like don't buy a 9am flight and like tickets to a show at noon. Cause you won't make it. You like, not. just don't. Um, and yeah, don't, don't write off these other budget airlines, unless you like, if you would rather put your money towards a nicer seat or a nicer airline, that's chill. If you're like, I, like for me, I'm a food person. I would so much rather buy like the cheapest flight I can get and then spend like $300 oh, on, a, on like you're a my girl. Meal. You are my girl. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, absolutely. People, and like, I mean this, like people love JetBlue and I don't particularly know why, but like they have the <laughs> lowest on-time rate ever of any airline, but they have the best marketing team I've ever seen. Like, they're like, we have blue chips and televisions. And like, I think like Spirit and Allegiant are like, we don't care if you like us because we know you'll buy this ticket. <laughs> yeah, literally. They're like, I, I'm i literally sitting next to American. Their flight is 300, our flight's 80. So I don't yeah. know what you want me to say. Yeah, you you know what you're getting. You're, like, oh my God, when I remember when I put down the um little tray table mm-hmm. on Frontier and- <laughs> Uh, like if you get, if you, I don't know, I don't know if any, I and mean, people do this still, but if you don't do the app for your plane ticket, you actually get the printed out ticket. It was mm-hmm. the exact size of the ticket. I'm dead. I was like, I'm, I was like, uh, what this thing <laughs> is approximately, I don't even think this is six inches, like six inches long, about four inches wide. I was like, what are, what is happening right now? <laughs> But you know what? I needed a quick trip to Orlando. Like I was like, I'm literally, it's 9 p.m. I'm tired from work. I just need to get there. And it works. Yeah, I, uh, I'm uh, I'm a big, I, I don't know. Uh, for me, as long as it lands. As long as, as, long plane, as it lands. As long as the sure. plane lands, you know, what else can we do? What else can we ask for? Yeah. Um, okay. On your, on your email, it okay. said that in three questions, you oh, can tell me or anybody where I should go next. And okay. that I'm very intrigued. I want to play this game. We're going to end with this game because I'm, I want to do it so bad. Okay. So my first question is, tell me about your background, like where you grew up, where you went to college, where you live now. Okay. Uh, background. I am from Charleston, live in Charleston, went to college in uh, Columbia. I lived in a little town next to Charlotte in Fort Mill, South Carolina for like a hot minute for my schooling. Um, like for my schooling, it sounds like boarding school, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. second grade <laughs> through like middle, um, where I met my fiance and now we live, um, in Charleston. Yeah. Is it, did I hit all those things? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Tell me about your favorite vacation. Favorite vacation. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, that's so hard. Can I do two or are you going to yeah. do Okay. No, do two. I've got, I've got two for different reasons. My solo trip to Costa Rica, because it was like, it, uh, we were stayed in a hostel and especially when we got to Santa Teresa, I'm going to go back. We stayed in a hostel. It was literally like, there was no, we did four wheelers up to Montezuma and we were on the beach and you like really didn't actually put on clothes. You just like kind of put on a bathing suit and like went about your day. Everybody was so friendly. And you walked to this shack to this guy named Miguel and he handed you a coconut. And it was awesome. Like nobody, nobody gave a shit about anything. It was so great. On the other side, my other favorite vacation was uh, Greece. I went to uh, Greece. I noticed and- the picture. Yes. Love, love. Uh, <laughs> I went to Greece and uh, we actually took a little cruise around uh, the like Grecian islands, hopped into Kusadasi, and then we flew to Italy. Um, and that was awesome. That was right after graduation. I went with um, Joseph and then his mom and it was her like graduation gift to us. And that was very fun because 
I mean, Grace is just stunning and Mm -hmm. but it was not very one thing I didn't realize like we went in June and it was not very warm I did not get in a bathing suit once and we our cruise like we were only hopping in the islands and we'd be there for like a day and if I were to go back I would be in like that place longer so and Mm -hmm. it was like back to back like crap and I'm like I feel like I'm hauling like I am cattle I'm being herded (laughs) into my little area and I'm happy to be here but also yeah now I get that all right. My final question is give me a handful of like interests and hobbies. Like, are you, do you surf? Are you into food? Are you into metallurgy? Whatever. Okay. A uh, handful. Okay. Food. I'm a food person when, uh, just when I plan vacations, like he really wants to like have activities. I literally just care about where we eat. I'm only concerned. If I go to a place and I only eat my way through, I consider that a vacation, Respect. like well, well spent. I do love to surf. I surfed in Costa Rica. Um, I love, what else do I love? We love a good cocktail. Both of us, like we, I want to say like, we love to drink, but if I there is it. a drink Absolutely. there, we kind of want to try it. Like we really like, um, uh, mixology. We're not huge, like beer and wine people. So mm-hmm. it's like a good, like liquor, well-mixed cocktail. It's very fun. We like to make cocktails at home. Um, what else? And then everything else is like podcasting and like me being a geek. <laughs> so, okay. So you talking to me about this is so, you know, you're kind of born and raised in the Southeast, yes. you know, Charleston is a very picturesque space, right? Yes. It's, it's a gorgeous city. It's, it's got, it's got culture, which is important, but it's, it's yes. a slower pace. We love right? a vibe. We which love you, an aesthetic. Absolutely. Which you can tell from somebody who lives in that kind of part of the country. Right. And then you talked about your trips, the two that you really liked. So what hopped out to me is you're into the kind of the nature vibe, but not like too much nature. Like you didn't say, I like want to be like stranded alone on a mountaintop or in a cabin, but you do really kind of enjoy, it sounds like being in nature, maybe a little bit of like hiking, exploring, kind of like low key stuff. Um, And you want to, you want it to be really like taken aback, like, wow, look at this Vista. Wow. Look at the space. Um, it doesn't sound like you're into the whole, like grind it out, like pack me in architecture everywhere. That doesn't sound like your vibe. Right. And then your hobbies, you mentioned, you know, you like surfing, you mentioned you're a big food person, some cocktails, that thing. So here's what I would say. Okay. I would say, uh, in the summer months, Mm -hmm. you need to book a trip up to Portland, Maine, Portland, Maine, Portland, Maine. And here's why. Portland, Maine is the highest concentration of James Beard nominated chefs in America per capita. It is not going to bring out like the, the Michelin, like Manhattan, you know, LA, Chicago yeah. vibe, but instead you're just going to get all these gorgeous little tiny restaurants where yeah. the chefs catch their own fish right off the docks or grow their own stuff in their own like farm out in the middle of nowhere, Maine and bring it in. Everything is super vibey. It's this tiny little new England town with like little sailboats that pull, like do the ferry honk every morning. Um, the streets, like, it looks like it's pulled straight out of a postcard. If you're really into it, you do like a whole little drive, like you can like drive down to Kennebunkport and see like the mansions and whatever um the food is ridiculous the cocktails are out of this world there's this one restaurant that does asian inspired uh main cuisine so you get like a bao bun but it's a lobster roll oh it's god i love bao bun. buns so unbelievable much. it's not even funny you can you can surf off the coast in these beautiful rocky things if you drive up a couple hours you see, it is the highest point in america so you get to it's the first place in north america where you see the sunrise 
Um, it's very vibey. It's very cool. It is impossible to get to because it's this teeny tiny airport. It's PWM. It's literally like so small, but it's all the hotels are like, they know your vibe. They, they're all like very like New England themed. You can actually like go walk and have a picnic under a lighthouse, which we do for people all of the time. You can take a cooking class where you like go out on a boat, catch your own lobster, and they teach you how to make it if that's a thing you're into. It's like the perfect summer weekend. You lay out on these pretty rocky New England beaches. It's great. Oh my, I would have never, ever, ever, ever in my life, mostly because I don't understand anything north of me. We will not (laughs) It something has to really happen if you see us move more north than Charleston. And I realize to most of the other people in this country, they're going to be like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yes, I am. Yes, I am." You know, my dream destination, Florida. I'm that okay. swamp, like as I'm, hot as it gets. Yeah, I want, I want swamp ass. I want, I want humidity. I want to never see the cold ever. So going up north, I'm like, what? But what you just described sounds literally heavenly. It's so pretty, but like, you know, if you're a food person, like the Florida Keys are really fun for like drinking and hanging out, but like, you're not going to like come home with great food stories. Yeah, exactly. And we don't like touristy. We don't like things that are, mm -mm. it sounded like that because you talked about like the cruise, you didn't like to be herded. So it seemed like you kind of wanted like a space and something off the path. And then when you come home, you're like, oh, I've got a place to hook you up with. Like, this is my spot. You (laughs) are really good. That is a, I mean, that's like a fun talent. Thanks. I, it's a, it's well honed. There were some misses early on. So I've, I've really worked it out. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot, you know, I, I, one thing I want to say, like you talked about going to Greece, I, um, I, because I've been such a traveler my whole life. When I got my master's, uh, the, I <laughs> graduated and I got on a plane the next day and I didn't come home until my money ran out, which took about three and a half months. I love that. Uh, it was a very poor adult decision, but a great person decision. Yes. <laughs> And I did something similar, right? I, I town and country hopped every few days. I explored. I, I spent a couple of weeks in Greece hopping around. I did Italy and France and Spain and kind of everywhere until I ran out. And, uh, and you know, that idea of the herding, I remember doing this and a friend of mine was like, you need to book a cruise. And so I did a one day cruise in, in Greece. And I was like, so I got off. I saw like the port. I watched all these like Americans like bust into these tourist shops. Yeah drop a bunch of money see like this like first whatever five streets you could see and then get back on the boat and go again and I remember thinking that is the antithesis of how I as a person travel like no shade if that's your thing if right, you really right. love yeah. a curated no, it thing was, I mean it was like super convenient like absolutely would recommend um but the only thing about it was we did not get to spend a lot of time in each place but I think like everybody probably feels that way I think so I mean my favorite story is like I'm walking home late at night through the streets in Belgium after like late night and I turn a corner and I find this bar in the rain and that's where I hang out like that's what travel is to me it's yeah that it's the place you don't expect to look and the nice thing about having somebody like a travel agent plan for you is is we're going to give you a bunch of things and you can ignore all of them. Yeah. Like I will give you an hour by hour breakdown of what to do. And if like, you're like, but I saw this place. That's awesome. But you never have to be like, I'm standing on yeah, a corner you don't know yelping what to do. or like looking up Buzzfeed articles to be like, where do I eat next? Like, we'll give you some stuff. And if you love it, great. And if something else catches your eye, that's awesome too. It's just about kind of let yourself get lost in a new place. Yeah. I love that. Um, um, okay. Have you, so you went to Greece, you've probably been to Athens. Yes. God, I got to stop there. Did you go to the Mary Poppins like area? No. Oh, like with the umbrellas? 
Do you mean? Yeah. Yes. We, I mean, we had no idea what, like, we didn't look this up. No. This was us. Honestly, wandering, we went into a very dangerous area to get there. Like, we were a bit lost. It turned out fine. Obviously, I'm here. But we literally, it was literally turn a corner and umbrellas lining the, the like, guys, to make your, like, picture this. Like, I don't know. Picture, okay, buildings. Like, this is a city, right? But it's, like, Athens city, so it's very old. And then, the, yeah, they had, like, strings like connecting the buildings on one side of the street to the other and then just umbrellas and it and then everything was like Mary Poppins theme it was so mm-hmm. weird because Athens is not that it's I mean the buildings are really old so to turn yeah. around and there's these super vibrant colors these like sculptures of like penguins and like tea cakes and balloons and these girls in like petticoats and it was it was like you're walking into a different world I was like am I high did I did I take something like yeah. what's going it was so <laughs> what was in that euro yeah, um- literally I was like what um what's happening it was so awesome but so random right that's the best part I'm uh, I for a living suggest people to go to places and some of my favorite things I now tell people to do is when one of my clients is like look what I found and they send it to me because there's no humanly possible way and there shouldn't be to plan every moment of a trip and I think a lot of people like when we send these itineraries they're like oh my god we're running seven minutes late to wander this neighborhood and I'm like that's not that's not what we're looking for we want you to do it and like I'm, you can't put, you can't force somebody to like be on the street at this time. Like that loses the magic. The idea of turning a corner and finding something is like, is what it's all about. Like there's an area in San Juan that has like the uh, Fortezella, I think, but it's like a street where they just hang literal umbrellas from this whole alleyway and it's neon bright and it's awe-inspiring and you take a right and you go down these hidden stairs and you end up on this beach that's like completely abandoned that's famous for like the siren calls from all of these years ago that like pirates used to do and I genuinely found that by accident like that's not a thing that you find intentionally and that's the best kind of part and and it should be like something like that these collaborations and and there's stuff like that everywhere did you know there's a field in Columbus (laughs) Columbus Ohio by the way super underrated super fun place for a weekend I know it sounds crazy because who wants to vacation in Ohio but I love it okay um and the reason is two things one there's an actual park where somebody has shaped topiaries into an exact replica of you know that famous painting where you look out into the park and there's like the ladies holding the umbrella yeah 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 they built tope they molded topiaries and bushes and trees into an exact replica of that in a park out of nature just like and you're just like walking around and you take a turn Uh, a right turn and you're like there's this and then if you drive they have the world's largest field of corn and you're like okay who cares that should be not in ohio it is like six or seven foot tall cast iron molds of corn that somebody just called Cornhenge and put in a field. Cornhenge, stop. I swear to God, I dare you, Google it. It'll blow your mind. The picture is hysterical. And like, why? Why does that <laughs> like, exist? Why? But also, absolutely. Yeah. Like 100% you should see this. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's so funny. Ah, oh, I am like, I mean, you know, you probably talk to people and they're like, oh, I'm like jittering like a freaking, I want to go so bad. I've got the itch. If people are listening to this and they're like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. Where do, where do they find you? Yeah. So you can find us on Instagram at whim travel, W-H-Y-M. And then our website is on a whim.com. Uh, take a look, look around. If you use the code attainable, you'll get $50 off any trip on our site uh but 
yeah, it's, it's something fun. And if you have questions, that's okay. We have like the crazy, most extensive FAQ section, but we also have live chat because we understand people are terrified in theory. It sounds like your customer service is like insane. So me and the whole leadership team come from, we worked at Apple before and you know, anyone uh, who's ever been to an Apple store really knows like <laughs> we were, yeah. we were indoctrinated young. Um, but I mean, traveling can be scary and hard and it's a big expense and we're asking for you to trust us to take you away for a few days so we want you to feel like we're right on your side and we're with you like this weekend we've got like bunches of trips all over the place we've got you know people in Kentucky because they love horses and they're gonna go do that whole thing we've got people in Chicago we've got people in Hawaii we've got and you know we want to keep up with you we want to be celebrating right along with you so ask us you know Instagram us go to our website. You can text us, whatever the vibe is, and we'll take care of you. Oh my gosh. I love it. Guys, I'm sure that you love this episode. If you did, definitely go check her out. Check out Wim and gosh, go book a trip if you're feeling. And if you book a trip, like definitely DM me and tell me all about it because I want to hear all about it. If you love this episode, please, please share it. Definitely go like, rate, review all the things on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, those type of things. The best thing that you can do is share on social media. So share the episode, um, share the love, all those type of things. I hope you have a fabulous week and I will see you guys next time. Bye. 